Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers podcast episode 45. We are going through the core Guild Wars 2 story at the moment. We are doing a playthrough from the Guild Wars 2 core story to now, which in the future will be further on hopefully than when we currently are on episode 45, which is the 24th of March 2023. When you listen to this, there may be so much more story than is released. You never know. Could be potentially a thing. Hopefully. Maybe. I have oh, I really love this, Jeff. This is great. This is great. The by the time you listen to this, maybe hopefully they will have released more story like they always do and have done for <laughs> 10 sure. plus years. I'm yeah. pretty sure they will have. I think it's just because I think because in the last one specifically as well, people said it was quite short as well. So I was like, oh, okay, well they're just giving us time to catch up. They knew we were doing like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know. It was the intro. I was, like, showing you the art stuff. That's it. I know. I know. It's okay. Okay, everyone in the stream. I know. I know. It's okay. We've got everyone's here this week. We've got <sighs> Proof, Rookery, Boots, and Fornax. We're going to be doing our playthrough. We're, gonna, we, we're all in-game right now as well. We're all together. We're all around level 20-something, uh, um, other than Fornax, because they are special, apparently. I just realized then they are higher level than all of us. I, I got like, carried away with the tomes, sorry. Did you start leveling? I was, I was yeah. leveling no. yesterday. I was leveling. Mm. I was there. I was totally leveling, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's tough. When you start clicking the tomes, you just don't want to stop, you know? Yeah. It's, you just want to go through the whole thing. That's it's right. so yummy. That's yeah. right, indeed. I mean, um, We're going to do a quick intro as well. So, in no particular mm. order, Kruf, tell us what you do, where you do it. Hi. I'm physically currently here, mentally in another dimension. I'm so happy to be here, um, but I also do videos over on YouTube and I also stream here on Twitch. Um, there's an asterisk on that <laughs> oh, <laughs> whenever wow. I can find time, uh, but I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to level up and do the story. So thank you for having me here. Yeah. Awesome. Don't cry. Don't cry. I mean, you can cry if you want, if you're happy, I guess. Yeah. You feel sad, but no sad crying no here. Sad so crying. Help on. No sad <laughs> crying. Like no, no ugly crying on stream, please. Um, Damn. Wow, that was. Start as Ooh. we mean to go on, okay? I'm Fornax, the Crichton Herald. I make uh, content uh, on Guild Wars Two, for, on Guild Wars Two, for Guild Wars Two, on YouTube. <laughs> and if you're looking for me, I'm the Crichton Herald, pretty much everywhere. That's me. Thank you. Ta-da, Boots! What do you do and where do you do it? Ta-da, etc. Hi, Boots. You can find me on World of Vendors on YouTube uh, and also here. Oh, uh, Rookery. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's up? It's me, the one who oftentimes emotional cries on the podcast. So I guess really the earlier threat was mostly for me, and I will take this into account and no more sad emotion crying. So you know Oh, that's not sad, though gonna hold that in. i'm gonna lock it up well, it's okay emotional i'm not emotional, i'm not used maybe. to anyone crying in my work that's all yeah, so no, i just I couldn't i couldn't take it honestly that's basically um why. uh i do a lot of happy crying content and that's <laughs> oh it that's God. it from here on out 
um, over on over on my Twitch, which is twitch.tv rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find me on YouTube where I do story lore stuff and playthrough content where I have a lot of emotions. And sorry, sometimes it's emotion crying over there, not just happy crying. And um, here on this podcast, as well as on uh, Aetherite Radio, which is the Final Fantasy XIV podcast I do on Saturdays. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at rookery underscore. I think that's all of them. That is, that is all the things. Everyone, please check out their information and bits and bobs in the description. Not no bits and bobs, just their channel links. Um, unless they do other things I don't know about. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the I've been taking so many nudes recently. I've been doing. Yeah, uh, I've been taking a lot of nudes. So those are going to be going up. My knee nudes are ready. They're going up on the light. The Lightbringers OnlyFans account will be yeah. up and running next week. Oh, there's yeah. going to be yeah. a calendar next year. Yeah, it's just going to be. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, that's true. Everyone that's ever been on the podcast just naked, uh, with their characters. Sorry, and the characters. Yeah, um, unless you send money now. <laughs> unless you send money now. Unless you, you sub it. now. You stop it. <laughs> Fifty subs and we'll do it. Sorry. <laughs> They're fine with it. They agreed. Yeah. What we actually did was that we just made Boots dress up as all of us and take all the pictures. We kind of bullied him into it. So, yeah, um, right. yeah I mean, end it before it begins, fam. I mean, not, I mean, or don't get yourself a calendar. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it would look great on your wall. So mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. I'm thinking of the resubs and stuff in chat as well. Welcome if you're live on uh, 1 p.m. Pacific on a Saturday. Um, I may or may not have been in a new calendar before. No. Wait, wait a second. Wait. Oh, the top, as a as a joke, it was. Uh, I'll I'll tell you about it later. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I need I'm picks now. I need. No, picks. there's no picks. There's no I picks. think I think the point is that there were picks. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my, hang, on, hang on. Where's my love? For my 18 month sub to the channel. Just oh, wait, saying, sorry. Uh, hey, saying. this is a live oh. show. I don't call out subs during the show because otherwise it'd be, you know, so it would just be madness. Everyone, thank you very much to Fornex. Fornex and Crandon Herald for subscribing for 18 months of time. Thank you very much and welcome back. Fornex, would you have asked for that if you had known that he was going to use his voice changer like that? I gotta be honest, maybe a little bit, yeah. <laughs> People love it. Um, it just depends which one I use. So it really depends. We are on. Oh my the... god, I love Arca. <laughs> That's very niche of anyone who's, who knows who Arca is in the I chat. I don't. No, we're right world, in my it, head. Anyone okay. in chat who knows you get nothing, but you, other than the admiration of Kruf, which is actually quite a lot, to be fair. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, let, let me just, let's just go through the story. Where are we? We are on, on the, uh, we did follow in the dream. So, call to service, the hounds on the horn. So, we're, we're very much like the nightmare court were introduced as well, which was very fun. And we had to find the, the stag. We found the stag. We got some luck, as Boots told us in the, <laughs> in the in the pre-show bit we're like oh yeah we got some luck didn't we so that's good um now we're on we're meeting cave at dreamers terrace if you don't know what's going on and you want to know you can listen to the previous episode and you can uh you can get involved with that but what we're doing is we're playing the core story the reason why we're playing Silvari is was something the fornax said and basically was like oh it'd be cool to go through heart of Thorns as a Silvari, and i've never done that so that would be uh, that was basically the reason why we're all Savari's role playing hard. 
Um, and we're all playing different classes. Boots is on a warrior. Uh, um, Bornax is on a ranger. Rookery is on a revenant. And Kruf is on a engineer. And I'm on a thief. Uh, and hardly ever play them. Took one for the team. Hey. Careful. Okay. <laughs> you are on a fine thread right now. <laughs> oh, I love that reddit class. thread. You like the our slash fine thread. Oh, okay. I mean, we all love we love engineer. It's my favorite. Maybe. <laughs> it is. I'm going into the instance though. Are we ready? Oh wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Also, no. just quickly looking at people's characters right now. That's boots. Boots is being fancy with the monocle and with the outfit. There. No, that's not oh. boots. No, that's me. Oh, that's not boots. Oh my god. Wow. Sorry. 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 Wow, the That's fact that you don't think That's I crew. can pull off like fancy and well dressed. I did not say that you can't. <laughs> I just this was uh, concerning. You know. I like that so many of you went for the the kind of green hues into into kind of like pale white. Yeah, we got a little teal purple on you, Jeb. Yeah, a little bit absolutely. There. The purple is uh, the purple is purple and teal. It's teal jeans. <laughs> now you calling us basic? <laughs> Are you calling us basic? <laughs> Whoa! Oh, you all just went we green did. for Silvari. Revolutionary. I mean, uh, I will tell you the what? reason I went green is because I was copying what Terhern looks like. So are you saying that the developers of this game for one of their most important characters are basic? Wow. My character isn't I green, it's white! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not all Which basic. Which is even more beautiful. basic. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. This is the most beautiful salad I've ever seen. Oh, Rook's not here for That's one week call. and just comes in and rips us all a new one. That's it. Look, hey, I, you know, I was subjected to a lot of socializing with my mom and then I got COVID. So I think about oh, wow. swinging. I'm living, I'm living my life now, sassing you all. I missed you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I made it through a trying week and now here I am at the Lightbringers again. So. And on that note. Seriously. It's lovely to see you well. It's lovely to mm -hmm. see you well, hon. We missed you. We're we really did. There. I missed you too. I missed you all too. I'm glad to be back and I'm excited to play through Core Story yes. and everything with everyone. So, Indeed. And Kroof as well. He's not been here for like 10 years. Kroof <laughs> like, has been I've away been for working, like three weeks. I've been working food retail. Enough said. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're right back. <laughs> Don't go anywhere we anymore. Need, we need a group hug for that, at least. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, God, and mercy, right. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go in. I'm not sure if there's talking at the beginning. And everyone tick, otherwise I'll press cancel. There we go. Oh, look That's at that. Be quiet. That's the be quiet, is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good old Kate. Maybe. I love Kate. I have had a journey with Kate. I, for a brief period, hated her because she stole really? my dragon egg, yeah. But uh, now so I love, I've come full circle. I love Kay. She's got a great story. Oh, it is good to see you once more within the grove. It is hard for me to return. Each time I do. Oh. Oh. God damn it, what? I hate when that Greetings, Valiant. I want you to meet Traherne, another of the Silvari Firstborn. Only a few Firstborn are called to wild hunts. I have the calling, so does Traherne. I believe he carries the heaviest burden of us all. More difficult than fighting an elder dragon? Our task is tangible, if dangerous. His is ephemeral. There may be no solution. I'm glad to meet you, but I'm afraid we have no time for proper welcomes. There is a more immediate matter at hand. 
Just before you arrived, a messenger brought news of three attacks by the Nightmare Court. I can aid one, Traherne another. I'll take the third. Where do you need me to go? They're besieging the Warden Outpost of Folius Thorpe. Make your way there as quickly as possible, Valiant, and lend a hand. Before you go, a warning. On my way to the Grove, I heard rumor that the Nightmare Court is seeking something called the Harbinger. They are determined to find it, whatever it may be. And based on that alone, we must stop them. Understood. I'll head to Falius Thorpe right away. Falius Thorpe. Not that he's using an End of Dragons e-spec in the core game. Wow. Mm -hmm. No, uh... I don't know about you, but uh, both Traherne and Kate look mighty green. I mean, they basic. I not to say that <laughs> wow. they're not good, but <laughs> they are basic. And there's nothing better than the basics, you know? I mean, yeah. Basics I love are... white bread and mayo. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was, like, audibly paint. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, the, the green... <laughs> The green is very classic Silvari, but one of the things I do love about the Silvari is the fact that you can really push their color palettes in such mm, fun ways. Yeah. Um, not that I'm always the best at doing that myself even, but um, I've been trying to expand it even more. But I mean, I, I think a lot of the Silvari designs that we see, especially early on, kind of adhered to largely being green. Is, is Siren green? You know what? It's not easy being green. <laughs> yeah, the chlorophylls. Yeah. And the, the chloroplasts. That's right. I just remembered <laughs> I don't have any uh, teleporter friends on my character, so I'm going to run. That is so upsetting. It is. Um, you, wait, you've used a mount in the past. You could use a mount I mean, again. I'm using it now. Yeah, I'm not running. Okay. All right. Oh, um, like conversation, though, of one thing. Um, actually, while well, I mess up. Um... Last week we were talking about map story in conjunction with like the actual like core story and the main story. And we, um, as I was leveling yesterday, I mentioned this just before as well. Like it's quite cool that you know you've got so much going on with the Nightmare Court as you're kind of traversing through the map. What was the what was the group you were talking about earlier, Crying Herald, that have been separated from the tree but not in the Nightmare Court? They're called the Soundless. Soundless. Right. The Soundless. Okay. Yeah. So there's a bunch of those peeps as well. So in between, there is... They, it does direct you to hearts that actually do talk about the story, which are kind of related to the story. So if you complete one heart, it's like really Nightmare Court related. So they have... It feels like they've maybe... I don't... I'm not sure if that was the way it was in the old... Like back in the day? Or if they changed that. Or if they directed you to hearts that were kind of related to the story. I'm not sure if that was a thing they used to do. Anyway... Hey, what are these creepy cool. faces? Yes, we've talked color? about that before. We've talked about that before on the podcast. We were d when we did the the world bosses. Is it where that? Oh, the druid summoning. The yeah, druid yeah, yeah. Things. Oh, in the top that. left of the map. No one knew. Maybe Fornix knows, or maybe in someone else knows. I'm trying to get to where all of you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you if you want to I teleport to me, I'm right outside the, the instance. Yeah. So, okay. Um, this is a very creepy face. Follow me. Oh, I don't have let's my... Go. Okay, let's go, Adventure Time crew! So, when... so the, the, Sorry, the druids were, were, were Crichtons who... Mm -hmm 
who basically gave themselves over to the nature spirit. Think about Malandru. And they became these entities that were the like protectors of the forest. And you see them, examples of them in uh, End of Dragons in the forest. It, it, they're kind of like, so the, uh, the, 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 uh, Kurziks had a version of them as like living armors that, that they made. So there's, there's oh, the, quite a, a bit of con- yeah. Juggernauts? Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, so there's and a wardens. bit of overlap. So, so yeah, are these faces like wardens that died kind of, or? That's, that's the speculation that they used that as an inspiration. Yeah. It does look so cool though. They're so cool. I love, I do like this zone a lot. It's very awesome. Caledon Forest is probably my second favorite starter map. Yeah. It's so nice. I love the, well, I, the environment art. I think, uh, Rook, on our live stream, we should do Caledon regardless of what the polls say. I think at least once because it's really, it's a fantastic place. At some point, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, I, I agree. There's a lot to take in in these areas. And I mean, like you said, Jeb, I think it's maybe just because it's that mentality like when you're an mmo player and i think a lot of times in especially starter zones you kind of blast through them but like a lot of the hearts do have information about you know different factions groups how life is kind of lived here um a lot of the map itself has little details that i think have a lot more more behind them than most people probably playing through the story for the first time even took away from it or might not even to this day have taken away from it you know yeah absolutely and so the directing you how um obi asked how they how were they directing you and they were directing you via the heart so they were like doing the kind of arrow pointing thing but it was like kind of highlighted on the map so there was like a little Mm -hmm. there's a little haze around it and i i went right past and i saw that thingy the seat the seat, the chair, the noodles, and I was just sitting on it, thinking that that was where you were. <laughs> I was just like, they look so good. I'm, I'm moving back over there now. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm Are you coming to the story? Yeah. I'm trying to get there. Okay. I have to go a really oh, roundabout way. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I forgot to mention, like, getting teleport to friends would probably be useful, and I don't have any myself, so I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. And I'm you don't have it. to, I I do, as long as you're in the map, it doesn't matter, you get teleported. So, it doesn't matter where you I, are. We're I here, mean, well, made it. well done. Uh, while we're, t- we're waiting, it, talking about the soundless, um, yeah. they're actually a huge kind of foreshadowing of what's to come. And this whole storyline is a huge foreshadowing of what's going to happen with the Silvari and the protections of the Pale Tree and what happens when you reject her gift and all the rest of it. So it's it's really, really super fascinating, especially this storyline that we're on right now, the Harbinger. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna I love go the in? music in Caledon Forest. Yes. That's very so true. So light and cheery and ethereal. <laughs> mm. We're defending in this, aren't we? <clears throat> nightmare courtier. The nightmare. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens for the Slavari moving forward. Agreed. Who are you? Are you another of these murderers? Calm down. I'm a friend. Who are you and what's going on? 
My name is Malik. The Wardens took me in. They found me injured in the forest. I was here when the outpost was attacked. The Wardens said these creatures are called the Nightmare Court. They've set fire to the camp and cut down everything in their path. We're outnumbered, besieged, and most of the guard has been injured. I'm all that's left of the defense. Let me fight with you, Malik. I know the Nightmare Court, and I'd be glad to raise arms against them. I'll have to trust you. I've no other choice. But I warn you, the Wardens are under my protection, and I will let no harm fall on them. Help me drive back these villains, quickly. We must put out the fires before they spread to the forest. I like that voice actor. It's over. Now, we yeah. fight. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I don't recognize that voice too much in the game. Maybe this was just like a one-off. Maybe. I don't know. I'll get there. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, uh, good old Malik. <laughs> yeah, Malik. I mean, Malik was, and to this day, continues to be this huge open possibility of like plot thread and stuff that I think people still want to see realized and I mean thinking about what what I was saying like right before the cutscene started there um the Silvari in their future right not having a uh, a pale tree to guide you not having that kind of force or you know how are the Silvari now that they are really out from underneath the draconic influence like how are they going to grow and spread as their own people how are the remnants of the nightmare court going to survive blend into society start new societies um with the events of heart of thorns and what happened mm. after that like there, there's a lot there that i think is interesting for the future of the race because we kind of come in as a player on the turning over of the kind of old guard to the new with the, you know, firstborn, secondborn situation, the atrocities that happened to Slavari in the past, especially with Asura and stuff like that. Um, and now we're really starting to see this fledgling race, I think, step out of the shadow of its early history into something else. So I'm, I'm curious if they'll explore that at all more down the road. I think so. Everyone, yeah, we like are supposed to be, the... like, getting water and putting out fires while we're just standing. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah I was listening Sorry. to a very interesting question. Oh no, 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 yeah, of course, of course, of course. I was just like, I was just thinking, poor Silvari, that's all. <laughs> well, not really, I'm not I'm that just role-playing as an NPC, so I'm not doing anything and just auto-attacking every 2.5 seconds. Perfect, okay. well done. Oh yeah, that's true. And not resing when you're dying because it's a core game. Yes. <laughs> I can only use two abilities. That's true. Oh, cow drops. There you go. Yeah, I think... Do you think... So that's a... And, you know, I'm going to ask this question. I know a cutscene's going to come up. I'm going to have to stop. But, like... Oh, wait. Okay, it's going to happen. I'll ask in a second. Oh, I'm so sorry. Chat has also said that Malik is not basic, which does make him the best Slavari in the game. You're right. He's that's not basic. That's not basic right there. No, that's beautiful. True, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Look at his hair color. I like his little antenna. Well, <laughs> yeah. His little pollen. They're like pollen stalks, yeah. like for a flower. Forgive my initial mistrust. <laughs> it was in the heat of battle. It's understandable. Tell me, do you know why the Nightmare He's infected in the last of us. It's not likely to attack the warden's head. No. <laughs> I do. It seems that they wanted me. I don't know why. I've never met their kind before, and I'm certainly no friend to them. They kept calling me the Harbinger, 
When I resisted, the courtiers took hostages. They threatened to harm them if I didn't give myself up. I was willing, but Captain Banya refused to allow it. I'm a civilian, she said, and they were wardens. I told her she was a fool, and now she's gone too. Whatever the Nightmare Court is planning for you, I can assure you it isn't pleasant. Come back to the Grove with me where you'll be safe. The Grove? Is that where your people come from? My people? You mean the Silvari? Malik, don't you know about the Grove? No, I do not come from these lands. I appreciate your offer, but I won't abandon the Wardens. I'll go with you after they're safe, and the Nightmare Court's been punished. The courtiers said they were going to Joy's End. Joy's End? <laughs> Sounds lovely. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I love that. Sounds lovely, but... <laughs> like... <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, cool. Oh, you get a little, you get a leather bag there. Well. Leads to perfection. Mm -hmm. That's quite fun. That was some good writing. That was good. Okay. So I saw the question in chat: Are Silvari seeds of the mother tree? And I, I immediately thought, oh, Fortnite probably would want to answer that, but, but. Um, I mean, I think it is an interesting, it's an interesting thing with Silvari because they are plant-like and they do emerge as far as, as I know, right, from like hatching pods, which I assume come from the tree herself in, in mm -hmm. some way, shape or form, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and yet they do also, they are made to model like organic flesh life. <laughs> like like humans and stuff like that so they aren't purely plants and we do know that some of their anatomy is actually closer to um like humanoid races but are they technically seeds i i'm not totally sure it's also interesting that they appear to be born wearing armor yeah <laughs> they didn't used to yeah. well we talked about naked. that yeah when they did they were sad i'm so sad that so was I mean, I, I can. It's a fun world building that I really appreciated and was. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. well, go on, Phoenix. You guys have. I was gonna say I, I can give you the answers to these questions if you if you want. I don't. That, want I mean, it. that's not. Never. Is that something that comes up in the story that we've forgotten about, or is it like a thing that we just? No. Well, no, not really. No. It. So, um, so Silvare are basically the fruit of the pale tree. They're humanoid because of the interactions that the tree had as the tree was growing. Was that the so heart we you were about... talking about earlier? Yeah, so oh, okay. so cool. Ronan was... The person who found the seeds of that became the pale tree was called Ronan. He was a shining blade who, who fought in the war against the White Mantle. After the war, he came... He, during the war, he found the seed, a seed cave um, with plant monsters... Um, guarding it. He goes in, he managed to get one of the plant, um, the seeds. He carries it with him all through the war, next to his heart. And then he goes home after the war's finished. His wife and kid are dead. And that is, and he plants the seed um, over the breast of his daughter in the ground. And that is the grove. That is where the pale tree grew. Um, and so she grew, being a sentient arboreal, she grew up 
around everybody who lived around the tree, and that was Ronan and, event and eventually Ventari. And they kind of, they put, an, it's like a hippie enclave <laughs> where they accepted everybody. It was all about love and acceptance and, and helping one another and trying to heal from the war. And it failed spectacularly. Everybody died or went away, and then the tree was left alone with Ventari's tablet. And then several, a century later, she bloomed and the first, the first Silvari, the firstborn, were the first fruit of the tree. And they are 100% not human. They can't reproduce. They don't necessarily bleed. They have, they are, they are entirely plant. They are, they are entirely, uh, uh flora. Sorry. But are they like Venus five traps who could eat, uh, meat? I mean, I don't really think that there's like a real-world equivalent of what, what's going on here. So, I mean, you, whatever works, man. I don't think they eat meat, do they? I think they no, can. I think they can. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they can process can. it. Mm -hmm. oh, wow, okay. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom, I think I'm actually kind of... Check out my four-year-old video of that. Yeah, um. <laughs> like what? I assume they taste awful since monsters are not chasing after them. What so far? <laughs> oh my good lord! I think it's like kale. You have to massage it with oil, the silvari, and then and then like maybe a little bit of salad dressing. It'll be no. fine. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. That you makes massage sense. your kale when you eat it. It's actually funny, Silvare, oh, because so their, their gender representation is entirely like social. Mm. It's because they don't they don't have um, <clears throat> any chromosomes on the spectrum because they don't reproduce. Mm. They can't reproduce, which is another interesting element of the character and their future. Interesting. So. Yeah, of course they don't. And romantic. Yeah. That's interesting. They're driven by something else rather than the innate human. I have a of... question about oh. the yeah. so the Mordremoth's minions <clears throat> when we when we get into Heart of Thorns. Mm -hmm. Some of them are Silvari that got converted. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. Um well. and then like powered up essentially. Uh <laughs> I want Where... to see that process. <laughs> the power. Some are, some are, some are turned dead humans as well. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Was there? Is there any original? Uh, I guess the vine tooths would be would be Mordremoth's minions that weren't Silvari and then changed. Yeah, I think they were akin to like the 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 fern hounds that we have, right? Yeah. Yeah I'm, to, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there uh, are there are minions of Mordremoth that aren't affected by uh the social construct of uh gender that the Silvari are. Mm. Yeah, I I mean there's definitely with different races like Char, right? The um I suppose you could say presentation of gender does not seem to be something that 
I mean, there is, there might be societally something, but there's not great gender dimorphism between them. Mm. Um, and as far as I can remember, there's like no discussion about presenting gender play any role within like a societal structure from the chart. Per perhaps having cubs, but even that isn't necessarily something that char are defined by because they're taken and raised by a different, you know, like group. Um, so I can't, so they, they might have a different conception. So, in, so originally char society was dominated by the Flame Legion and the Flame Legion were bros. They were misogynists. They were the sons of Svania of the, of the, of the char and they actually subjugated and wouldn't let the women that the females of female represent presenting char from from participating in warfare they were from breeding only and and that was part of the revolution that you get to play through a bit in um the original campaigns Oh, okay. So, yeah, unfor unfortunately, huge misogyny in the chat. Yeah. Okay. In the in the history, yeah, in the history of yeah. that culture and, and overthrow. Mm. Interesting. To kind of circle back to the Mordrama question, I believe the more uh, primal minions of Mordramoth would be your like vine tooths, vine teeth, yeah. your thrashers, because um, I don't. I, I believe mm. that any of the humanoid Mordrum that we fight are all probably turned Silvari that were then even the husks? Blighting in Blighting Trees. Um, husks we did see beforehand, so those are just more so monstrous creatures. Uh, we saw those before Heart of Storms. So yeah. I would assume that everything that we saw in the Silver Wastes and in Dry Top are more of the direct creations of Mordramoth that are um, separate from the Silvari. But then once we get into Heart of Thorns, I imagine that's when the Silvari are turned and then plugged into Blighting Trees, and that's how they create such a dense population of, of human Okay, so if, so if the more pure creations of Mordramoth are these less humanoid versions of things and the silvari representation is because they're influenced by uh by ronin and and uh, ventari and all that and that's why they present as humanoid with different genders why is malik who may or may not be from a different tree that hasn't had that upbringing look exactly like a silvari that is an excellent question, isn't it? Yes. 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 <laughs> that is the question. Yes. Yeah, Malik is uh, a big point of giant question marks. <laughs> like, like, how did they develop out there? Do they have some equivalent of like a figurehead that would be like the embodiment of their tree that then fruits them and makes them? I mean, it could very well be that there are humanoid populations, and there, I mean, maybe likely even are, um, on parts of the continent or elsewhere that we just don't necessarily know about or don't have contact with, or because all of, I guess, the, the whole world, as far as we know, with Tyria is massive. And the amount that we see with like central Tyria, the, the maps and stuff that we have here is not even like a fraction of the rest of the globe from my understanding. So it could very well be that 
you know, there with whatever there was with Mordremoth wanting to, in some way, I think, create and apprehend life, like many of the dragons, and then manipulate that in such a way that it would serve his own purposes. It could be that there's some kind of, like, baseline driving force, even with other trees or other seeds that drifted away from his control, where if they encountered other humanoid life, they might mimic that. But, yeah, I mean, it would be incredible to see Silvari somewhere else that are some entire other kind of sentient beings that don't look yeah. humanoid. Raised, raised by Char. Yeah. So very. I, I, I will say that this isn't, this isn't the, like the first rising. I, God, we, we have no idea how many times the dragon cycle has happened. And if you think back to Glint and the Masat and the betrayal, that, that whole storyline is about the sentient races of the time banding together to try and kind of survive what was happening. So Mordremoth has encountered sentient beings that kind of look head, two arms, two legs, torso, like people, in, in you know, inverted commas, um, 10,000 years ago. So it's not surprising that if, he, if they encountered these creatures who were very mobile and, and, and easy to, to, to maneuver and small enough to birth quite efficiently, that they would utilize that form for their, for their servants in the next Dragon Rising. You know, I mean, but the humans—if they are copying humans—those no. definitely came Jotun. after the last rising. Jotun, Jotun, yeah, but Jotun yeah. are quite large compared to Silvari, and so are—I mean—the other things that it could be the Kodan, the uh, Asura, like a mix between Jotun and Asura, and they're like, hey. Right in the middle. That's where we want it. That's the silver. <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with. Silver. I mean, I'm just pulling. I'm pulling this out of my my derriere at the moment. But you know, you yeah. know, th there were humanoid-looking things about. Mm. Okay. So shall we move on? I I am uh, yeah dwarfs. That's it. There's a champion at thirty percent. I'm killing it real fast. <laughs> I'm get my champ bag. Could be the. Oh my uh, god! You're uh, all the way over there. Mersat as well, I guess. Yeah, your champ bag. Get my levels. I'm about to die. Oh my god. Is it almost is it almost dead? You're yeah, it's at four percent. Wait, how did you get to forty-five? Uh I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Everyone's oh, leveling up. We've got some wow. we got some we got some cheating going on here. What's going on? What are you talking about? <laughs> Good lord. Alright, and simple I'm directions. Doing simple directions. Doing this for you. Mm. I mean yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the Largo's here. This is such a strange map. Is it dead, uh, crew? Yeah. Okay, we're going to enter the instance. Dwarfs are middle. <laughs> They're the best. Dwarves are mid. Confirmed. <laughs> They're better than basic. Actually, yeah, no, there were dwarves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There were dwarves, of course. Dwarves yeah, are the yeah, best. Yeah. One of the eldest. Oh, they've got to be. I need more dwarf in my life. And then go dwarves yeah, you, yeah, dwarves confirmed for the next expansion completely. <laughs> if you can be a dwarf, then I will literally only play Guild Wars. Yeah, but years. I want, I want the girls to have beards, because and yeah. flowers in their beards. That's, yeah, that that must be the thing. Perfect. Would be so good. That works. I'm good with that. I like his armor as well. It isn't like Silvari cultural armor at all. It's very human. Humany. Mm. There we go. Okay. 
So, Valiant, you did show up after all. Tell me something. These courtiers, do they come from the same grove that you do? We are all Silvari Malik, but they're of the nightmare. I am of the dream. You don't know the difference? No, I've never heard of <laughs> No, he of clearly one. does not, girl. You remember the pale tree, yes? No. Look, we need Don't to get you the understand? wardens back the to word dream thought. means good Here's and nightmare means bad. We infiltrate and sneak the villagers out. Then, revenge. You're strange, Malik, but I like your style. Let's go. We could steal their armor and wear it as a disguise, once they don't need it anymore. Hmm. I mean, he's got a little bit of an edge, doesn't he? He's not exactly fluffy kittens. Oh, no. He's in between. He's like the middle mm. ground, right? So there's a if there was a nightmare and there's a dream, what's in between That's that? Enough. A conscious purgatory. Mind. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's the soundless, right? Maybe. I don't know. Centrist bar stool. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is it is interesting why they didn't because Rudy Geek said in chat they're not. I remember them talking about this. They're not. They're not interested. It doesn't sound like they want to go into it. Or we'll ever go into it. And it might be that they just never even... Maybe they didn't develop an idea. They must have, to a degree, developed oh, an idea Malik? around Malik. Malik, yeah, I'm going to yeah, say. There was, there was confirmation that it was a plot point in Heart of Thorns. However, due to the scope of everything, it had to get scrapped. Oh, really? So they, have, they have at least oh. a 2016 version of Is what they want to tell for Malik's story, if they still have it. Um, but especially with the new restructuring of how they're telling their stories, we might actually see something with the Silvari mm. as more of like a one-shot type of expansion. That'd be interesting. Okay. A fractal would have been be... cool. I mean, I, I like the idea, though, of like being able to actually have a full narrative story around it and things like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point, Kroof, because I think we've seen even with, um, we've compared this new format to ESO a ton, obviously, just because I think it has Not the most long. similar structure. But that is one thing that they've done with ESO in that these different, um, you know, like mini expansions, they've used them as moments to feature different racial, you know, maps, zones, story beats, cultural kind of stuff um and yeah i think that if we are ending up going somewhere very different or if we are going to explore other parts of the globe or if we're going to go i mean if we go completely off planet maybe not so much but it makes sense to me that if they were looking at hey well who could we put out here as somebody that could be a contact that maybe people have had an interest in seeing or that could help be our gateway to this new world i think a character like malik would totally make sense in that regard you know Mm. Sure. I, I will say he was last seen headed into the heart of Maguma, so, you know, temper your expectations. What was I supposed to do here? Locate the captives? We're supposed to talk to them? Oh, right, okay. I guess so. What, when's the last time we talked to the pale tree in the story? Was it when it was she got time. injured and was recovering? Oh, you mean the recent arc? Was uh, it like in season two? Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Mm. It was a while ago. Yeah. Are we supposed to be going this way? Yes, there we go. Oh. <gasps> Look at that armor. That's sick. The Knight of Embers. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. right. Oh, wow. I sent those fools to bring me the hard yeah, I wonder if she's ever recovered. Instead, they come back with whimpering wardens. Pathetic. Probably. You there. 
You're new. Can you follow orders, courtier? Uh, me? Uh, yes, ma'am, m'lady. Then you're in charge. Make these wretched wardens talk. Do whatever it takes. Hit them so hard the pale tree can feel it. Mm. They will tell me where to find the harbinger, or they will die feeding nightmare with their agony. My lady knight, may I ask, what is a harbinger? He it's is the pale tree's doom. When I find him, all will be made clear. Now go. That armor that she's wearing on her arms. Is it what, what dungeon is that from? And the shoulders? Or is that the human that armor? I can't remember. The wardens. I don't know. I feel like uh, that's I feel like I've seen that. It must be cultural yeah. armor. No, the, I think it's a dungeon Nightmare Wait, Captain Vanya. Do you no, see what I see? It's well, too human y. It's like metal. What are you yeah, doing? The shoulders and the Wait, arms are different. They're not cultural for Savari. Yeah. So she used the words dark hunt, which is obviously a nightmare version of the wild hunt. Mm-hmm. Now is that just they call it that because they're so influenced by the pale tree and what she does when they're birthed, or is there some entity giving them dark hunts as well? It's it's probably more free will based. Everything you know about the nightmare core is probably just like it's like when someone asks, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" They're probably just like, "Well, I'm now detached from the pale tree, and I get to go off and yeah." It's like the emo version of Wild Hunt. Yeah, I just say their naming conventions are like real edgy. They're like joy's end, happiness dies here, like where you go to be sad cave. Like it's like okay, we get it. It is interesting that she seems... I mean, I would be so curious about how all of this has lined up. Because, like, she seems to be alluding to something that would be beyond her independent knowledge, right? Like, we as a Silvari encounter the Harbinger, but we have no concept of even understanding um, in these story beats what that there could ever be anybody that came from not the pale tree and you know even though malik is like yeah no i'm not from there and you're like cool but like you did definitely your mom is my mom and <laughs> like and there's like this moment of like awkwardness so it is interesting that she references this dark hunt concept and that she is aware of an entity almost in like um What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, when you like see the future and you have a like a prophecy or like a, you know, that kind of situation where they have conceived of something outside of that. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, are the dreams much more than just something the pale mother tells you? Is it premonition? Yeah. You is it something it. where like all Silvari are connected to some kind of larger subconscious oh. network, and that because we are that it kind of plays a role in how they might need to like survive or operate or ensure the flourishing of the plant as a whole. Only a great sense of distance and loss. You've been too long from the pale tree. That's all. When you return, she will heal your lost memory. Come back with me to the grove. You'll see. I hope you are right. I want to hear more about this dream. If your friends can help me, then I will meet with them. Make your way south to the great tree near the shore. I will meet you there. We'll get to the bottom of this mystery, I promise. Sorry, it was just a big bit about him.
<laughs> so yeah, so right now we're we're working on the premise in the story that he is just a lost seed that hasn't, you know, has been raised away from the tree for, and um and now we're bringing him home. But yes, yes. Yeah. Rook, do you want sorry, I didn't mean to like interrupt. It was just there there was just like a big thing about him then. And it's uh, for um, the audio peeps as well because they can't see. But it, it is interesting the idea of you know, the wild hunt, because it does seem like something that is bigger than um, than just the, you know, pale tree, or in the case of nightmare courtiers that are still receiving something like a dark hunt, their edgy version of it. Um, I don't know if, if I think that, like, like Kruf was saying, that it's just something they chose or self-directed, because it seems like there's a, a level to it that, I don't know, is beyond their knowledge as individuals. So it's it's interesting. It's kind of ambiguous. I mean, if you think about it, the whole the whole journey that we've gone on has been directed by another champion of an elder dragon, Glint, right? Mm-hmm. Who ha- who also had the prophetic gift like the pale tree. Sort of having being tapped into the into the to the kind of the mains of of, of the planet and the me- and, and, and the mists and the multiverse as it were and seeing all these different possibilities and futures and depending on how people behave and it's it, it's intimated in the story that Silvare are kind of always jacked in like to the matrix of the dream right they're the Borg and, basically uh, yeah so so she, um, back there she said hit the hit them so hard that the pale tree can feel it mm-hmm. right the, the, there is a connection. Like oh, yeah. even Kate was able to be pushed into the dream at the very start mm. by her, because there's always that connection. Which is why the soundless tried to cut themselves off so desperately, because it is like a hive mind mm-hmm. that's always kind of m- m- like mulling over in the background. Yeah. Um, and so, is, is there a scary. hive mind of the nightmare? There's I don't no know if there's that's no evidence. Been answered. Yeah. There's no evidence of that. It seems like it would be useful to understand. still have some connection to people. Who, I mean, yeah, maybe they just have Cuz I'm also wondering how it affects Mordremoth as well. Mm. And how does it affect like Malik, for example? Does Malik have a connection to his tree that's like a hive mind to that tree? Do they, are, is it totally separate? Are they still connected somehow? I don't know. Do you think that they've, they've like formed like a smaller collective? Like a smaller hive I think, so. hive and I think that's what, I think that's what changes for the soundless, right? I think that's why soundless are distinct from them. Hmm. But I, I don't know if it's that they have a smaller hive mind or that they're still connected to the dream hive mind, but are trying to corrupt it. Yeah, that would be says in chat, like doesn't know anything about like anyone like yeah i i think yeah. he's totally separate like he's i don't know i mean the bit of dialogue know. that we missed he said that he feels like a distant longing like he's, yeah. he's far away from something that's calling him mm-hmm. so like you know right yeah. so he's not aware of and... it but there's a sense of it somewhere yeah i guess okay. you could kind of write and chalk it up to how the dream and the pale tree were awake before Mordremoth, so any other trees or 
uh, pods would have seen some influence, nothing to the point where they have such a strong connection that they would have a dream, but they still kind of mimicked the gender norms of like male and female bodies with Malik, but because Mordremoth wakes up later, you can kind of ride around it, I guess, and be like, well, the influence of Mordremoth wasn't strong enough, so Malik got to be free, but still well, and have also, a dream. Malik's tree is somewhere near the Asura, that's why he's got the antenna. True. True. Apparently that's and a male character model on Silvara anyway. I didn't really, know the antenna? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even see it. Is it the shrew yeah. one? Yeah, mycelial power, mate. That's, it's like a buff. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I always think of the Silvara like the Borg in Star Trek, like I always have. It's always been mm. that kind of collecting, not the like, you know, I will take over your body and stuff, but like, you know, maybe that's Mordremoth style. But they they had little collections and collectives of people where they all connected to each other in different areas and they were like good Borg and stuff. So I guess like you could think of it in that way. Maybe they've got their the soundness maybe connect. I don't know. Anyway, well, it's massively it's, de it, it's definitely like that when you get to Heart of Thorns because yes. I mean if you think about a Borg army, it is a it is a slave army. That's right. It is 100% a slave army. It is, it is. Everybody is a victim. Anytime you have an interaction with the Borg, and it's exactly the same with every entity that we fight in Heart of Thorns. And you said they take over human perfect. bodies, right, as well? Yep, yep, they do. So they, they, that's they, what they, the Borg did as well. But they exactly, were dead, though. Yeah. So, and I guess the, the human yeah. bo the bodies that for the Borg aren't dead, I suppose. They're still alive. No, no, they can be dead for up to seven yeah. days, and the Borg can still assimilate them. Oh, really? Was it seven days? I am a proper fucking nerd. I am as well. I love the board. I didn't know it was seven days. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It was in a it was in Voyager with Seven of Nine, and it was a scene oh. where she was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I need to do a Star Trek podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched. Uh, yes, those those podcast those episodes with Picard and the Borg are some of my favorite for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's go into the next bit. I'm loving it. I just got that. Sorry, thank you. Massive nerds. Massive. Court is searching everywhere for this harbinger. They won't stop until they find it. Whatever it is, we must find it first. Yes, we can hear the words. <laughs> I know. I like pretending oh, yeah. to talk like I like pretending to talk like Traherne. I don't know why. Yeah. Need an English accent. Um, uh, it's easy enough. There's what? a lot of baggage that comes with this accent, mate. There's a lot of baggage. Also, I don't think Traherne is originally I mean, English. I mean, the, the Savari accents are English. Right? No, I just mean the voice actor. I didn't look it up. Oh, we no, should have yeah, all known they not. were the bad guys. We should have all fucking known. Oh my gosh. It's just the generic fantasy British accent that all fantasy everything has forever. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of American-y, English-y. Like old, yeah. like when they first got to America and like they were there for like five or six years or something and they developed into some weird accent. It kind of reminds me of like the transatlantic accent, like the Cary Grant type of almost oh, English guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that—that's the skill. That's the skill. Shall I? Are we ready? Like, if I do this, like, this is okay. We're gonna have a voice bit. Kate Trahan, 
have a very strange story to tell you. This is Malik. The Nightmare Court believe he is the harbinger of what we don't know. But they attacked those warden camps to find him. Malik is your name? You feel oddly quiet, strangely still. When did you awaken of the Pale Tree? In what cycle? What did you dream? Tree? I know no Pale Tree. I have had no dream. My first memory begins two weeks ago. I was lying by a river, staring up at an arched bridge. I was injured, and I wandered the forest from there, following the river until the wardens found me and took me in. No dream? Perhaps you've only forgotten it. If you were badly injured, your memories could be damaged or lost. Perhaps if we look into the dream itself, we could find them. Or we could follow the river and locate the place Malik describes. Maybe we'll meet someone who knows him and memory will return on its own. I must know who I am to fight the Nightmare Court. Valiant, I trust you. Which do you think is the best method to find the truth? Mm. Okay. Decide a course of action. This is what is going to decide if we choose the right one, we will have Malik's full story and we'll continue. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Yeah, everybody just always picks the wrong one is the problem. Okay, Cave's plan is to... We start where Malik was found and backtrack from there. Hopefully it re reveals his origins. Oh, okay. How certain you'll find... We'll find something, nothing is certain, Valiant. Remember, if you choose to go with me, you cannot change your mind. Okay. I don't want to... Who do you like more, oh, Traherne or okay. <laughs> I don't know. is deeply connected to the dream. If any survivor has information about Malik, she will find it. Interesting. Sounds very mm. interesting. I'd like to meet her. I choose your plan. What do you reckon? Which one Which one gives us the most, you think, interesting? Traherne. <laughs> I mean, what? Okay. I think Traherne's, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Probably. Okay. Everything about the dream. The dreamer. We we meet one of a super interesting secondborn if oh. we do that one. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Uh, I like mm. a panther and let's seek the seer. I'm sure about this. Oh, well, there you go. You chose the wrong one. Now we're only going to get super visual information about your I will meet you back. I love that they're sleeping in little hammocks. Yeah. Silvari weapons. Oh, I turn yeah, on the lamp. Yeah, first time. First time you get oh, one, I think. We need housing in Guild Wars 2 stat. <laughs> we do, seriously. Yeah, so, I mean, they seem to recognize the, the commentary about Malik being, like, unnaturally quiet or silent. Mm. I, I would, yeah, I would assume that probably means that he's not connected to any kind of... I don't understand why you're other so angry. subconscious you collective. I wonder how that would break if you were like if you were taken away from it. Yes. Wow, there's so many people talking in the road right now. Can you please? Oh, yeah, I love this. Okay. There's a bug where the right choice isn't isn't listed. Yeah, that's true. Confirm, confirm. Someone reading that. Confirm it. Okay, it's right here. Awesome. Let me know when you're in the map, people. If you guys are interested, we could actually like come back to that point on another character 
and then take it to the other person to see if you really wanted to kind of go like deep into the story and <laughs> nope <laughs> okay <laughs> um, i mean no, i think it's, it's dream or nothing yeah dream or nothing i mean i think when i did my other Solari character i did the like go look for somebody who knew him and i i feel like if it was something really like super significant i'd be like yes like you know if it drastically mm. changed the whole trajectory of everything but i feel like i remember it mostly just being that they kind of tell you like oh yeah we found him and like i don't i can't remember myself but i don't remember it being something that's like so big that i think like us going a whole nother diversion another character set like kind of thing would be worth it personally, oh yeah, but... yeah we can do what we could do is we could do it like maybe in the future we could do it on like just if someone's got a silvari that's played through it just pop that mm. instance open yeah i don't like that, that could be interesting record it maybe I mean, separately i would love for them to just make the personal story replayable so we can explore yeah. all the different story options that are already there it's mm. like you know new money for old rope as it were that's true okay is everyone actually in the map yeah there you go okay a different dream <gasps> different one someone else had Look, it's Trahern, one of the firstborn. I've never met him. He spends all his time in awe. Don't you think he's strange? <laughs> Fine. That's a gossip girl's rude. Jeez. a bit rude. Our deeds are reflected in the dream. Excellent, Jebro Lightbringer. You're here. Let's call the Malik or collect Malik and head out. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go, Joe. Come on, Tran. Oh my god, someone in chat actually knows who Carrie Grant is. Okay, good. Excellent. Sorry. Arsenic <laughs> <laughs> and Old Lace. Arsenic and Old Lace, if you haven't watched it, it's wild. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Here we get battle music. My friend Amaranda spends her life meditating um, on the dream. Oops, I, no, I was just going. Any other mystic or firstborn. <laughs> If she studies the dream, why does she live so far from the grove? Because she is so sensitive to it. She can feel every ebb and flow, like the tide feels the moon. Only far from the tree can she gain perspective. And this woman, your friend, you believe she can help me? Yes. If the Nightmare Court has robbed you of your memory and connection to the dream, Malik, she will heal you. And if they have not, what answer will she give us then? Something true. The dream cannot lie. That is its nature. It's um. all right. No matter what happens, we'll be with you. Very well, then. Let us go. <laughs> is it important um, there, to be fair? Go on, Boots. Certainly seems to be able to lie by omission, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, uh, is it lying? <laughs> by the way, I, yeah, I was muted that whole time. I was trying to ask... Is oh. there? Does other people not know who Cary Grant is? Is that? Is that? The rats happening? are in trouble. We must lend them aid. Okay. These right. rats are they your pets? All life is sacred, Malik. Come. The Let's rats. See what's happened. Oh my God! The squid. Yay! No squid. The best race in the game. Oh no! He's a liar. No rat. And the best. Fury rising! Oh man. 
You could have had an opportunity to be awesome. I decided to be shit script. <laughs> he is a faith as well. Uh, Didn't realize that. Who is? Alec. For great justice, Malik. Ma Ma oh. Also, his name sounds a little bit. Sprit are usually sinister. friendly, That's true. but I would never call them tame. <laughs> a nightmare hound. The nightmare court must. That's enough. I always feel so guilty killing these things. The dogs? They're attacking us, Yeah. Though. They can't help I, it. It's too much. Yeah, and bad. like when you when you become a... When you di go into a disguise, you get to like pet the nightmare pups and stuff. And oh, yeah. The dog In the heart. Oh, yeah. Cute. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, oh. It's the not fierce, their fault. Man. Maybe. Oh, Good puppies. I just want to rescue them all. They're plants, though, aren't they? Who cares? I like how you said that just as you were rapid-shotting one of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, it needs must. I've put 15 arrows into this nightmare hound. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm fast as the wind. Jeez, I'd hate to know what you think of the Slavari, Jebro. If you just get right off all the nightmare hounds, it's just being plants. Oh, no, I have that. Something's I have the same feeling about the Slavari. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shade there, it's the truth. Mr. committed, like, war crimes. <laughs> maybe maybe crime. not war crimes, Stay I don't know together. how you would say. Watch out, it's a stampede. <laughs> shots fired, dude. Shots fired. That's not They're on. truthful shots, though. Crimes <laughs> humanity, that's what I would, that's how I would qualify it. I am from the, I am the Nightmare Court right here. I am, the, I am just the, uh, I am the Nightmare Court, I am them. So. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I, lo I lost a cactus like two months ago. I still feel it, man. I'm so gutted. Poor little thing died. Why? Where did you? Where did you did lose it? Did it get lost on your back? Yeah. It got, yeah. it, it got um, mealy worm. It got like tiny little oh, like, no. things, and Aww. then he, and I didn't notice, and he died, <gasps> and I was so gutted. It's just so sad. Look, I have too it. many emotions. It's fine. Stop. Get another so. one. It's not the same. It's not the same. Thank you, Obi. Scientific ethics violations. Thank you. Yes. Yes. It's okay. They are sentient plants. So there's a big difference. Uh, intruders! Help! Help! That's true. That's true, I guess. Sit still and shut up. Fury rising! let you go. Sit still and shut up. They're so London. Sorry. My mistress, the Knight of Embers, was right. She knew you'd bring the Harbinger to this false seer. Thank you, you've done most of my work for me. If you've heard Amaranda, you will find that the wrath of a firstborn is something to fear. How quaint. Are you going to hit me with a book? You're not Case. You're not even one of the Wardens. What are you, Traherne? A useless scholar studying a dead land. And what are you but Nightmare's pawn? Watch where you're setting fires or your own house may burn. Enough. The Harbinger's coming with me, with or without your agreement. I know which I'd prefer. Courtiers, to battle! She's great. Harbinger killed the I would love Simple more task. expansion content around Slavari and like the Nightmare versus the, the Dream. 
Agreed. I would uh, even like I'm not a massive Silverado fan. I'm, I'm mostly joking. I'm warming up to them a little bit more now. I just like more dwarfs. I like to war with dwarfs more. That's why. I'm What's angry. the uh, status of the Nightmare Court after Heart of Thorns? They have a new Duchess. Oh yeah. Chrysanthe. Hmm. I think they mentioned something about it. Like they're kind of just chilling. Yeah, they're kind of hanging out, aren't they? They're just building. Which I kind of don't like. Like. You don't, I don't like, like it when all like the the villainous groups end up just becoming like tame, and they're like, uh, I'm just gonna wait. It's like what? <laughs> they don't. They've got to build up their forces again, though. You know. That's I mean, you've also got to know like when to quit. Feel like, especially in the case of the Silvari, there there comes a point when all of your people are being indiscriminately just kind of taken and turned into horrible monsters to serve a dragon, whatever your own feelings about free will, and it makes you recontextualize a lot of things, I think. Yeah, you can't just yeah. always battle against things. Although, maybe that, no, I don't know. Seems they like... are quite literally the dog that caught the car, right? <laughs> They're just... <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's been what, like six years? They're fine. Oh yeah, true. That's true. That's true. All right. Um, I'm gonna initiate the chatter. Traherne, my friend. I thought you were another vision. You're real. You're here. Be at peace, Amaranda. Are you injured? Only in spirit. I could feel Nightmare's icy grip, but now it has gone, and I am warm once more. We came seeking your wisdom. This Silvari, Malik, cannot remember his dream. Can you help him? Gladly. Here, let me look upon you, sapling. Let me gaze into your eyes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's an elementalist. Magic bubble. A distant shore, and darkness, a root, a cave. You, you are the seed. What Ronin knew and never told still lingers in the dream. What does that mean? It means my fears are well-founded. You were not born of the pale tree, Malik. We cannot see your dream. You cannot see ours. I must return to the grove and speak to the pale tree. Mm. Now I too understand. <laughs> Was she hiding the in the barrel? Yeah, she's, she's invisible. She's hanging out. She's in the box. She was she in a box. That box is very small. Not even when the grove itself is bathed in blood. Oh, hey. she's bucking off. Well, now she's gonna. She's back in the box. The nightmare court now knows as well. Hmm. Only the night of embers. If we stop her before she reaches the Grand Duchess, we can keep this information from the court. But we were to meet Kaith at the Pale Tree. There is no time. We must track down this knight and silence her. Immediately. Trahan, so forceful. Mm. Yeah, we must do it immediately, he says. Immediately. Very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say. The uh, Traherne's performance in Heart of Thorns uh, definitely got a lot better. It ramps up. <laughs> kind of sad. I love Traherne. You don't oh, understand. I think it's been a... Let me check. What is the storyline like? Honestly, I think the Nightmare Court deserve a kind of a 
a, a kind of a bookend to their story. I think it would be lovely for them to do something like that in the Stoic Spanish format. Just to allow them to either, you know, rise or fall or grow or have some sort of development. Because mm. they're kind of super stupidly generically evil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have, like, interesting ideas deals in in the like general context of their setup this idea of i mean yes wanting to seek independence free will um and you know like forge their own kind of place in the world and hierarchy in the world and i, I like all that but i agree that like almost all of the ones that we meet and speak to really do have that like i'm evil yeah <laughs> kind yeah. of vibe to them like especially like the first one that we did with the white stag uh Gath <laughs> um Gavin. Oh, Gavin. Gavin from the best character yes. in guild wars 2 <laughs> like, yeah. so Gavin is like presented to us as just a guy looking for the white stag as well Sorry. and then it turns out oh he's actually part of the nightmare of court looking for the white stag in order to turn the white stag evil um and he was then our friend as well for a minute he was our friend as well for a little bit it was interesting because mm. so he's like yeah, no, you don't understand. Some people in the Nightmare Court are bad, but not everybody. I'll show you how honorable some of us right. in the Nightmare Court is mm -hmm. by fighting you to the death, my friend. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fight you to the death, and then we're just like, okay, that sounds normal. I'll kill you now, and then we kill them. <laughs> Because we also agree that fighting to the death is a good idea to solve our disputes in the situation. Yeah. Um, That's why I want more okay. from the Nightmare Court, because there there isn't a whole lot of nuance that we mm. know now. But I think with a new Duchess and a new direction, they're probably a little bit, just a little bit evil. A little bit like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stab sure. you in the back a little bit. But I I would hope if they ever do decide to go more into the Nightmare Court, that it's it's more fleshed out than just like something a little flat. Which, for a big be beginning a game and setting the foundations, I think is totally fine. But now that they have all the, the groundwork done, and Fowlin, spoilers, is out of the question, um, I'd like to see how it's changed over time. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let me just grab this instance because I can't see it. There we go. Are we all in the? Oh, there we go. I forgot to. I pressed it, but then I didn't press it's okay. it. It's okay. I like that artwork. That's good. I don't remember that art. Oh, here we go. This is the place. The Knight of Embers will be waiting to meet the Grand Duchess. If she is allowed to tell Fowlin the truth, the results will be disastrous. Why, Traherne? What aren't you telling us? This is my life. I deserve yeah, to question. know the truth. You're right. But yours isn't the only life in danger. I'll tell you the truth, and then you must make a choice. My research has led me to believe that the Pale Tree is not a unique creature. Legends say her seed is one of many found in a cave. That cave has never been found, <clears throat> but it seems at least one of those other seeds was planted. It sprouted the tree which bore you, Malik. If that's true, there could be other cities of Silvari, other groves. Groves untutored by Ventari's tablet. Do those Silvari dream, I wonder? What inspires them? If Fowlin finds out, she won't need the grove. The court will burn the pale tree to the ground and find one they can more easily twist to nightmare. Yes. If that happens, the Silvari race will be no more. T 
interior will fall into darkness. No, I won't let that happen. If I must die to keep this secret, I will do so. Then we have only one option. The Knight of Embers must die. Savari so really I'll stand with turned straight like this is two instances now where there's a deep secret about the Silvari that they have to kill the person who knows yeah, about it like Gavin and now this other person I, I have a question no, Gavin it? not Gavin this this other person and um oh. when Kate when? killed her friend right right yeah. right, right okay yeah yeah I, I have her a question. Her sister win. Yeah. I have a question about this, and this might be something that I just don't know because I maybe didn't pay attention or I don't care about the survivor. Um, I like, but I do now. I, I do care. I'm, you know, this is why we're doing the podcast. Um, <laughs> so the Savari that we know, they are influenced by Antari tablet, right? The teachings. So when, so with the seed for Mordremoth, right? Like, Mordremoth is just what what Ventari was to the grove like you know sorry if that makes sense like to that seed is that what yeah. Mordromoth was uh, specifically so, yeah mm. I think mm. the big thing is like the Mordrum don't really have free will they're okay. overly dominating which is what the Nightmare Court uh, originally going into it, people were like, oh, is the Nightmare Court going to become a part of Mordremoth? But they actually rejected Mordremoth as well because Mordremoth, and Fallon says, is more oppressive than the Pale Tree. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the same where it has that influence on free-willed people. It's more so just Mordremoth using Mordrum and his creations as a tool. But to he was the beginning magic. to influence like the, them the originally. Okay. Yeah. But he was, but he's he's similar to like Ventari's tablet that was like planted mm, with the seed in a way. Is that that's no. the kind of beginning? So, I guess that I'm trying to ask about. So he's like the progenitor. He 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 is the source. Okay. Because the 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 the, the champions, it's his creation, but he is asleep. Okay. Season season one is him waking up, so he is asleep. So this is what maybe this is what the 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 Silvare or the other Silvari are like without influence. They're just neutral. They are morally grey. They're like the you know, grey Jedi. Mm -hmm, yeah? Mm -hmm. They can turn to evil, they can turn to good, they have free will. But once he wakes up, because he's he's the jungle dragon and he, of plant and mind, yeah. he completely subverts their, their will and then okay. they are the Borg. Okay. Yeah. Now I have another question. I do have more, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I have, I have quite a few questions. One of the questions was... Uh, how do those seeds get to that cave? But that—that's for another story. I, I don't. Think yeah, really that's that's that where time. my my brain is like going a bit wild with erosion this now. And erosion and erosion. No, but my my other question is this: How does killing these? I mean, fine, killing um, killing the Knight of Embers in order so that the Nightmare Court doesn't know about this fine i understand but killing wind because aren't we all under the supposition that uh all savari are connected to the dream and everything that they know and learn gets fed back into the dream i don't think yes. they but they don't know no do they it's just got a feeling it's not like you know no they I'm... would know no yeah. like what really? killing or does just only the pale tree get that information and then I mean, the pale tree gives some of the information to her. I don't her. think that it's like a mind reading thing, is it? Like she had to do like a, in the last instance for her and she had to do like a specific ceremony to understand 
some idea of what was going on with them, right? Because the only reason it would make any sense to kill Wynn back then is if only the Pale Tree learns what her Silvari see. No. no. Yeah, it's... I, I get the impression that it's more ambiguous than that. I mean, we just saw that, like, there is a member of the Silvari race, right? The seer, who has a very strong connection to the dream and seems to still be able yeah. to take information out of it. But I would imagine it kind of operates like a subconscious in the sense that, like, sometimes things might, like, rise to the surface in, like, your subconscious. Like, you might go, oh, I've forgotten about this, this, or this, or this is some underlying thing that now it's starting to make sense about why I behave this way, or or something, you know, a reaction I had, or those sorts of things. Um, but that it's not like you can at any time, like, access that for the vast majority of your existence, like, as a person. It's not yeah. like you can just, like, access any information you need straight out of something like the subconscious. So I kind of get the same impression for Silvari that, like, the pale tree because of how all-encompassing she is and because of you know it seems like it's a, it's a unique phenomenon to her offspring and her tree whether or not other trees have similar things i mean we don't know but mallet came from a tree and does not seem to have a connection to a dream so like it's interesting with her because you would assume she is an entity that exists and encompasses all of that. And then, like I see chat talking about, like, she can hide various pieces of information yeah. or make things more obscure even so that maybe even those with great sensitivity couldn't be So lo lo long story short, it seems like, yes, the Pale Tree knows what Wynne has learned. Um, but the rest of the Silvari don't because it's it's fed through her and then she retains information before giving it to other Silvari. So, Kaith, Kaith kills, in the instance in, in Season 2, Kaith, we see Kaith kill Wynne because Fowlin is literally going to pick a plant that exacts poisonous damage and she's oh, going so to it's the exact same situation. It's, she's going to torture Wynne there and then to get the information out of her. Right? Yeah, so so you're saying Kaith isn't protecting, or isn't killing Wynne to protect the other Silvari from the knowledge. It's to protect... It's, it's, it's to not give it to the Nightmare. It's not to give it to Fallon, because yeah. she could see the darkness in Fallon. And I would say that if you think about the Silvari dream as like a river of consciousness, if you, if you try to, like drink from a fire hose you you're not going to you're not going to know what's get what you're hitting she, uh, the, the the pale tree herself is like a conduit if you think about how like Aurene is a conduit um she is a conduit for the consciousness of the people that she's given rise to um and so she can she can filter the information of course she knows who she is and what she is she's a dragon champion she knows it hmm. that's why she created the dream in the first place to protect her children so that they couldn't be weaponized against the rest of the world but she's compartmentalized and obfuscated the truth from everybody, including her allies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. Good stuff. Thank you for that yeah, that's information. That's so interesting. I had not thought about the Pale Tree as being Mordremoth's champion, but... She's basically Glint. You're right. I mean, it's really interesting, though. This is why this podcast is so good. She's, a, she's also a big asshole. She's a big, oh, yeah, big huge. asshole. Yeah, huge. I agree with that. Fuck yeah. The Silvari are massive assholes. Sorry no! for the F-bomb. Oh, I'm sorry. What? 
I always liked her, but I do think that she... She's awful. Well, sorry, everybody, sorry. I do think that she... We need to continue with this story. Group is going to start crying soon. It's, it's very interesting, the idea of what you protect others from, or like... I mean, it's this the great thing about, like, the great discussion about parenting in general, right? Like, how much control or how little control do you have? And in, like, the case where you're in a magical situation in which you literally can just, like, obscure things, direct your people, and do all these things in, like, this very specific yeah. way that's invasive. Yeah. She's it, very... I mean, yeah. She, have anybody seen um, the third season of uh, Westworld? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's basically the AI that's leading humanity at that point, but it's the Silvari. Thing. No spoilers, no spoilers for people. Don't, don't lie to your children. It never works. Don't lie yeah, to your yeah. kids. That's just, mm. that's, as a parent, don't do it. Yeah. Do I should I? I kept the disguise from Joyce and dress up, act like you're escorting me, and we'll get past the guards. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, are you going to be charming? Dignified or doing the fist. Oh, you're gonna be ferocious. If they are still um, I'm a prisoner and be, sh and be surely. Very surely. Surly. Surly, not surely. Surly, very surly. It'll work. Fine. Just give me the clothes. Are we all gonna have clothes? We are. Now we're basic again. Basic, basic. Sorry. Be basic with me over here. Let's go. She liked this armor, it's not too bad. The coloring is pretty atrocious. Though. Yeah, that coloring uh, is not good. That's true. Very, very vibrant, very... shall we say? I'm not into Pomegranate the... pink. Yeah. Pomegranate pink. I like the Ouch. nightmare core armor you get though from the dungeon. I like that. That's pretty cool. Ouch. Ouch. What? Hey, I haven't seen you two before. What do you want? Two? There's like seven of us, <laughs> including a pet. We have critical information about the Harbinger, you twig. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Get out of our way. Really? The Knight of Embers must be expecting you. Quickly, go to her and tell her all you know. All our way, Bob. Hey, I'm, I did it, everybody. I did it. You broke through. You did you it. You did it. It was all you, Boots. It was my tenacity. There you go. You can touch a hound without it killing you or wanting to touch you back in a way which is this... Not very nice. What? Let's poison them. What? <laughs> that that was like a really strange sentence. It's <laughs> very was, odd. My brain is yeah. grappling with oh, it. Oh no, this is this is my way. <laughs> you know the way? It's my way. Love your dog, don't love your dog. I love oh. whey protein. What happened there in that cutscene? I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not a great cutscene. Some of these early uh, instances are a little What's, weird. What happened there? I'm just like massively confused. It was we like were discovered. Ooh, you went into a tent and now your camera is shaking. <laughs> they said you have been dog? uncovered. Oh no. Oh okay. Thank you, Griff. Okay. Your voice acting was. You were your performance there was almost as moving as Traherts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving these uh, banners, by the way. Thank you, mates. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I. That's the only reason I became a warrior. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> the only reason why I became a warrior was, was banners. Yeah, they give you guys fitness. Well done. Traherne sounds like a baddie sometimes. 
Well done. <laughs> he just does. Well, Batty, well, double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Wait, what? Churn's a baddie. A baddie. Didn't, didn't you say that when you're like your kids? Like baddies and goodies? Was that not a thing in America? That's a thing. That's a thing. Oh, it is a thing. A different meaning via social medias and the new. Oh, oh no. really? There's a new wording around that? Yeah. Do I need to know? It's like someone who's hot and very attractive and is like, ooh, they're a baddie. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. That's yeah, bad new. boy, that's I guess. New. Yeah, that's silly. I'll show you. Oh, damn, I'm old. God damn it. Anyway, carry on. Luckily, we have Kroof here to tell us these yeah, things. Yeah, well, yeah I'll Kruf. keep you up today. I'm, I'm like your patcher, but for real life. I'll, I'll give you the patch notes. So we, we appreciate oh, it. Here we go, here we go, we got the fight. Is she a champion still? She is. Chilhern oh, is a baddie. I let him okay. do things. Wow. <laughs> CC, everyone. Nanya of the feathered death. Oh, no. I will say, they went whole hog with the naming of these NPCs that we kill in two seconds left. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. Oh, they're and like the titles, Like, the titles themselves make them seem like such grand bosses. That's why I want, like, modern content for this, because it's like... It'd be, it'd be cool, it'd just give you that, like, medieval, night, knightly court aesthetic. Okay, wait, wait. He says, "Don't let her summon a horde. Don't attack the necromancer. I want to see the horde." Yeah, sometimes I sometimes feel very bad because they die so fast, and I want to like appreciate the work that went into like. Okay, their horde is two bone feeds. So I read the dream eater. Wait, what's the buff? Rending claws. Why does she have rending claws for nine hours? Because. I don't know. Was rending claws supposed to be a buff? Also, you are able to sometimes see like old oh, no. alpha um, design in these early chapters. Now I have another question. No. Mm -hmm. So Soira just said, ah, death no, you can't ask any questions. <laughs> oh man. There you After are. This. The pale tree told me where to find you. I have to tell you, Malik's tree. We know. The nightmare court nearly found out as well. It is for the best that the Knight of Embers is dead. Still, this is only the beginning. Even if they don't know the reason, the court will keep searching for their harbinger. If I stay here, others will try to convert me to Nightmare. They'll discover my secret. He's right. Fowlin will hunt him, and I promise you, she does not give up. Somewhere to the west, at the source of that river, there's another tree. Maybe even another city, with more Silvari like me, my family. I'm going to find them. When I do, I'll tell them about the grove, and I'll return with an army to help fight the dragons. I wish I could go with you, Malik, but my duty is here. I wish you good fortune and safe travels. And good luck, Malik. Don't worry. <laughs> good luck, bye, bud. We'll meet again someday. Sure, you'll be fine. Damn it, I wish I'd print screened that. <laughs> and just, like, um, tweet, it to, tweet it to them and be like, Hey, are in there? <laughs> like, promise this thing. He said promise. Ooh, I got a new skin. Ooh. Yeah, there is Harper's a skin book. there, actually. The, what, the evergreen, the evergreen one? No, this. Yeah, this is this is a cultural skin. Normally you you had to just buy those. So this must be a new addition, perhaps? I think it is, yeah. Because you get the spirit oh. shot there as well. Yeah, when they restructured the leveling, um, 
No, actually, this is a story step. I think in the story steps around this time, you get one piece of the tier three cultural, or the cheapest one. You could choose from one Do piece. You? you get it from the all the races, yeah. Huh. I don't remember getting that from Norn, though. I remember that leveling quite well. Maybe you did. When did you last level a Norn? <laughs> that was advice. It was like last year. Okay, that's not too long. That's not too long. Oh, maybe, maybe it was. You probably got it. Massive, I guess. I don't know. So, that's cool. that's my question was this. Way, Since cool. we all seem to be agreed that uh, the Pale In Tree protocol. retains information and gives out just enough information to the Silveria to basically rule their lives and get them to do what she wants them to do, Dictator. is there any possibility that. Like his, what's her name? Moira or Doira, whatever the necromancer's name was. Ah, uh, death. It's all that I dreamed. It's all that I dreamed about. Is it possible that her dream when she got started, her wild hunt, was to, I mean, eventually die, but to become, <laughs> a, necrom to become a necromancer for the Nightmare Court? Is it possible that wow. the pale tree is feeding some of her children? Uh, dr dreams that turn them into nightmare courtiers in order to create a an ever-ending battle for her other children to fight and therefore just like you know in made up conflict just to keep them going for a while in order to eventually do something that she wants them to do you know i'm not opposed to that theory the pale tree picks and chooses her favorites and this is a topic of everything is predestined <laughs> Which I, I kind of like, Jesus as like the Christ. pale tree, as kind of this godly <laughs> figure to the society. It's it's very interesting. It wouldn't be far off. Yeah, it's to, a like, dark theory. idea, but yeah. It, like yeah, it's a dark theory. But I mean, maybe it could be it could be one of those things where groups always identify themselves and have a stronger sense of identity when they are comparing themselves to another group like we see this all the time in culture we see this in you know like discussions and analysis of uh cultural studies or like societal studies that like if you can define it it's not just about what keep like you have in common with people it's also about what makes you different from mm -hmm. others so we are not them we're us because of x y or z so like would it be a, a really evil really terrible brilliant social experiment to be like i made some of my children be the them in the us or them equation like uh yes but like i don't know i don't know if i think she has intentionally done that um but it would be know. really intense if she had she's so. just doing this whole time she's just creating fake struggles in order to i mean she's like a god right i mean i don't know Kinda makes sense. Could be a fun thing. Yeah, but to, to point out in the chat, it is not necessarily a destiny. Um, it is something. Oh, I know to it's not a destiny to get to. But even with that aspiration, can lead you into different. Like if you get pre-programmed with a certain um, darker um, aspiration, you know, you become obsessed mm. with it. Maybe. Truth. One thing mm -hmm. is, we've actually finished that story for this. Wow! Uh, for this thing wow. That was a quicker one. It was, uh, yeah. So generally, like with that, so think about think about the story section we did, level twenty, with the way we went. 
how generally do we feel that it's like a, maybe think about it as a new player or a player a person who's just coming back into the you know a vet going back and playing the stories it still hold up is it still pretty pretty engaging like how's the combat like general thoughts and feelings freaking peeps um, I don't think the combat matches what it needs to at the current day, but that's kind of like a blanket statement for a lot of the older content. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it in parts feels uh, overly easy just due to the nature of power creep over the years. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think any new player should really um, encounter any hard blocks. So it's easy to get through, and I think for early level and early story, it should be relatively easy. Um, so I'm not super critical about it, but going into the uh, higher level zones in ore, that's where, you know, we'll, we'll get to a feeling of how difficult those zones are. Mm, how did true. you die, Jebro? Oh, I was just versus like free Nightmare Court. And oh, like, yeah, no, those are tough. The Nightmare, the nightmare Court, we've been, we've been going versus them. <laughs> okay, so Kreef, and what about the story, Kreef? The story. Um, Enjoyable? Fun? Interesting? I'd say for this section, it's difficult because it's there really isn't a linear story experience for the early levels until you reach like level 40 to, and onwards. Yeah. So it really just depends on what you pick. For me, this whole Malik situation, it's great because of the mystery mm-hmm. and because of the setup. Yeah. But in terms of a payoff, it, it goes nowhere. So in yeah. part, it's... If I had to grade it, it's not a great story step, if I'm being honest. But okay. because I'm a fan and I love this, it want, leaves me wanting more. But the fact that it hasn't been paid off of it, like, is t- on a technicality, not great. In so maybe <laughs> you, if you didn't know what was happening afterwards, maybe you would feel differently, maybe. If yeah, probably. Sense. Like, if I had yeah. just played it, I'd be like, oh my god, they're going to totally answer this question. And then it's just like, <laughs> nothing. So it's yeah. kind of useless. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, for next, what do you think? I mean, I love the setup. I love the kind of the the, the ambition that the the game started with. I think it's got a scale and scope which is, I mean, if you think about the humble beginnings of of World of Warcraft, um, this this has like leg. The story has legs, right? They, yeah. they have a grand vision for it. Um, but I have to agree with Kruf. It's uh, I'm very sad that we didn't get the Heart of Thorns that they wanted to give us, mm. right? So, for, like, the, the, the Nightmare Court had a whole storyline around this, a whole realization around the fact that they'd given up one master to, 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 be, to be shackled under another one. There's a whole, like, row... Um, a whole a whole other lane in end of, of the in the end of dragons um, dragon stand for the Silvare and that court, for the nightmare court and a grand duchess at the end helping to bring down the dragon and I, I think they really deserved that storyline because I think they really deserved to understand who they were who why the pale tree did what she did which is understandable. And I think it would have enriched the storyline for Silvari players, because as a Silvari player going into Heart of Thorns, it's like a gut punch. Because you think that you were born to... The story very much like pumps you up to think that you were born to fight dragons. And then yeah. in Season 2, Season 1 and Season 2, you have this like creeping sense of dread that, oh, that, that you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then, boom, 
you, your people, are attacking your allies. Mm. And there's no... And, and although there is catharsis at the end, I think that there's a lot... That there's a whole, like, plethora of story that they could really, like, dive into. And I think that this is, like, a tasty taste, like the breadcrumbs. And I love it. I just... I wish that they'd have, have been able to give us what we deserved and what they the story deserved. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree with, I think, both Kruf and Fornax's thoughts on a lot of this. It's, it's tough because no matter what, right, storytelling and devices for storytelling will evolve over the course of an MMO's lifespan. So I think it's very rare at this point that almost any at least established game that has been around for a bit has their peak storytelling, their absolute best cinematics, their, you know, best everything um, right in the opening release of the game. So, like, in those ways, it's tough because, I mean, yes, this was all designed and made and done, like, 10 years ago. Um, and in those ways, I think the story does show its age. Um, however, I really like what you said, Fornax, about this world has legs though. And I think that's really important because compared to something else, compared to like when I was first going through something like World of Warcraft or, you know, other games, there might be an interesting world setting. There might be things you can still dive into. But I remember when I was first trying to play, wow, I was like, what? Like, is there like, is there a bigger plot? <laughs> or like, is there like a story that I'm gonna play through? Or is it just, I just pick up all these quests and then, I guess I just turned them in, but, like, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> and, and, like, of course, like, there are story beats that'll happen eventually. But from, like, a cinematic narrative experience, I do think that Guild Wars 2's core game, I do think, like, especially the Slavari and especially these chunks of story do have some legs to stand on. There's intrigue, there are mysteries about the world, there's lore that's revealed to us. You know, we've, we're sitting here discussing ourselves, like what it means to be Silvari, what it means to be a part of the dream or collective, what it means to be a faction that's opposed to that. And all these different figures and groups and then discovering that there is this other way of life when these, you know, this group of people have thought there is no other way of life is really interesting as like, a premise. However, I think that some of the age of the storytelling shows in, we were talking about the voice acting or, you know, like narrative payoff or even just in the way that some of these scenes are delivered. Um, the like stand against the backdrop is, it's charming and nostalgic and I like it sometimes, but oftentimes I feel like, especially in the core game and especially in these big beats, it robs us of cinematically seeing dramatic action where like you know rather than like walking up to the camp and seeing this mysterious seer who's like over this fire having visions and all this stuff right like we have whatever little moment where she does like an action thing or we fight somebody and then we cut to the standing in front of like awkwardly standing in front of a backdrop with like no dramatic action <laughs> and then we just like cut back to whatever's happening and so in those ways I think it undermines a lot of the dramatic impetus um even down to like some of the villains and stuff right like we've never really seen a super cool shot where all the villains of the nightmare court uh like have been revealed so that we know these people with these cool names or what they've been doing in this society or like how this all works so like while the narrative is there and i do think it gives us something to grip onto for later 
Um, I think that the way that they developed so much of their storytelling would become much more interesting, much more visually dynamic, as well as gameplay immersively dynamic, more intricate and complex and unique mechanics or fights or memorable kind of encounters in those ways. So, like, I don't dislike this story beat, but like everybody's saying, I think the payoff doesn't quite happen with it ultimately in the grander scheme. And I think that there probably would have been more interesting and dynamic ways to tell this story using the tools they have now, even. Um, those are, I guess those are my thoughts. So, like, I enjoy these story beats and I actually do like a lot of the Silvari story content because I think it has some of the more interesting moments in it. But... I think it could have been so much more memorable, you know, with like some really, really good, distinctive uh, characters, cutscenes, some good setup, um, and then eventually some good payoff with things like Heart of Thorns um, for those stories. Yeah, I think you wanna. I think I think this Malik story is had had a lot of potential. So much interesting setup in it. But I think, long story short, I agree with you guys. I think that um, what going through the story now does is it just kind of exemplifies how uh, how much Garena has improved their storytelling methods uh, over the years. Uh, their their the the way they deliver the story is a lot better nowadays than they had back at release. Okay, cool. Um. I'm gonna say that I'm really enjoy. I guess I guess it's different as well. My my opinion is based off the experience I'm having right now in the podcast because last week was this week and last week. You know, I learned a lot more about just other people and their knowledge. And I think if you're gonna play this from the beginning, not knowing much about the lore of Guild Wars 2, if you can find someone who really or like some videos that accompany it, <coughs> I believe there's some people that do this much content. That would be a good side. That would be good content to have alongside this stuff because I found it fascinating. Like all of this stuff, because I really do sometimes. I just don't pay attention to a lot of this, and it is actually very interesting, very awesome. Yeah, There's a lot the of Malik like, story is really interesting. I really love like that. It's, it's it, great. It's, <laughs> it it asks so many questions about the nature of Silvari and what the heck's going on. The only problem is that you get some answers, but not all of the answers. Mm. Yeah. And I think, too, having the villains be so, like we were saying, so over the top detracts from some of the complexity that's there. Like, oh, I would just, I would just love to see, I mean, you have to have villains in an MMO, right? Like, it's in these kinds of stories, you need it. But, like, how cool would it be if your, like, personal journey as a Silvari through that personal story had to do with your own, like, coming to your own terms and understanding? Like, you know, do you think the Nightmare Court are at fault? Um, is there a point at any time where you're going, you know, maybe actually they are doing the right thing? And I don't know how much control the Pale Tree exerts over me. Like, why do I have loyalty to the Pale Tree? What does it mean to live outside of this? Like... All the pieces are there, and Malik is so interesting as a, like, a foil for all of that. But it's really tough then when I think, like, any opposition or voices outside of that are, like, so over-the-top theatrically villainous. That I you... think... Yeah. I think this might be a true representation of what would happen if a 25-year-old race uh, is put into the world 
that where all of them are taught all of this goodness like to be ridiculously like good on the righteous path all the time and then so so most of them are taught this and then some of them are like i don't want this um how about what, what what's the other option the other option mm -hmm. is the complete opposite of that I, i'm gonna be i like i, I look at villains I on so bad <laughs> yeah, I look, i'm not I look your at... good cinderella i'm your bad cinderella <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they're, it's a very young race, and they're they're acting it. Mm. That is very true. That is very true. And they're taking, yeah, it's it's almost the I think someone said naivety of of them earlier, which was which was a very true statement. I don't know. But I, I frankly, I would prefer it if if the pale tree was just a puppet master that is creating the no. the nightmare court as well as <laughs> you know. Uh, f theatrical villains just to be theatrical villains in her little play. Potentially. I mean, just imagine if we had an Emmett Selt type figure as the head of the Nightmare Court. Mm. Just imagine how interesting and nuanced that would be and the, the, the kind of the, 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 the allure of the darkness because I don't find anything alluring about the Nightmare Court. You know, it, it's just, it's not appealing. It, it just seems mustache twirlingly stupid oh and, i mean and, that, that and... now sounds appealing honestly <laughs> i <laughs> do like darkness is supposed to be the, the dark side is supposed to be attractive that's why like the empire's like like yeah, uh, architecture true. and interior design is on point you know yeah mm -hmm. yeah i liked your point boots about if you have been constantly ingrained with these this tablet these guidelines for goodness that like yes in your in your immaturity in a sense if you wanted to revolt against that you'd be like i'm gonna do all the opposite yeah, exactly i do actually think that i had not contextualized the nightmare court as being that and like in a way it does make sense then that it seems like they're almost playing at being evil because like they kind of are like they're they're sentient, they, they are grown in a set, right? Like, it's not like we're dealing with the actual developmental physical processes that distinguish children and their ability to process things in the world versus adults and, and all of that. But, like, they have a childlikeness to them because they don't have this long extended history. They don't have these societal cultural lessons. They don't have all these other things. So it is interesting in that regard. And Phelan, I think, has a good setup for being, I mean, like, we know at the very least that she manipulated and abused Kaith. And so, like, like you're saying, Fornax, this idea of that Emmett Selk, that charismatic villain, I feel like now rewriting this, there could be a great chance where, especially as trends have shifted for something more like the gray areas, ambiguous, compelling characters... Um, that we've seen more and more media and hero stories and stuff like that. I do see a version of this where the Nightmare Court becomes that, and Phelan or whoever it is as a leader is deeply charismatic and compelling in the case that she makes for her people um, without that, like, comical villainous aspect. Um, which, I mean, hey, maybe if we do get future stories, that would be a place to really evolve that narrative or that idea and how the figures within these different organizations are redefining themselves in this post-draconic cycle world. But um, there's so much, like, there's so much potential. I do really love the idea and the, the seeds of this story. Mm -hmm. um, it just felt like, yeah, they, they didn't have the full scope to realize it in a way that, you know, like, 
you just keep going back to it like oh that was so thought provoking like that's so cool like you know but all the materials to have that kind of story beat are here yeah i don't know. i'm i think i think it's enough for me to be like i think if i was like i said to the kind of crew for like if i had played it originally like i would have been like my thought pattern my thoughts would have been very different to how they probably are now now knowing that that isn't there it does feel like the my heart has been robbed kind of of this experience which is kind of what Fornax was saying earlier so to continue my thought of what, what i think i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the experience um i also completely forgotten that was existing and i don't know if i've ever done that sp specific part so i think you know as everyone says there's different ways that tell stories now as well they don't really use that same setup as well having the two figures kind of sat sitting opposite each other either um, I actually love that, but I do think it's disconnected at points as well, which is kind of unfortunate. So I'm glad they don't kind of do that now. I'm glad they do it in the world with the speech bubbles, etc. I think that's a lot better. I think the fights are kind of fun. They're okay. You know, I mean, they're not always the best anyway. <laughs> I think they definitely get better from Harmerfords onwards. But yeah, I, I mean, know. we're still, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, our characters are like level 25. Exactly, so yeah. they're still learning yeah, yeah. how to press buttons. And <laughs> they're not yeah. going to have the most did they, uh, did they unlock? They unlocked sort of most of the skills by then, I guess. No, I don't think so. No? On the I would say with the with the scaling of leveling at the moment, you would probably unlock a decent amount of your utilities. If you reach yeah, you, you've unlocked your utilities, no elite skill, I think no only one skill, trait no. line. Yeah, so you're just getting yeah, your, that's what your I'm bearings. On. That's what yeah. I was on, because I was 21, and 21 was trait line. That's one. Right, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I'm, I, cu I'm curious, how much have you leveled? All of it. No, no. I mean, since we started playing and playing through the story, have you actually leveled? Is is it? Oh yeah, I'm level twenty five. More effective now, right? Yeah, um, absolutely, okay. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. And I've, I mean, I've been running around, but remember, I've got account experience gained as well. Yeah. I just basic. That's the base. I haven't used any food or anything, so whatever that is, which is. It's considerable, right? Yeah, the account experience boosts are only on combat experience, though, so oh, okay. it wouldn't be actually that much. It's thirty-seven percent. It's not too it's it's considerable. I mean, it's. I think they do give you more experience, though. I think their idea is they want to pump you through a little bit more, right? And the mm -hmm. the map exploration is more about getting those legendaries, I guess, than anything yeah. else. It's. I think it was. It's probably a smart thing to do that because, especially since when they redid all of the new player experience, right? We weren't sure if they were gonna remove, like, remove again the every ten level requirements or not. But they didn't go that route. So I think, yeah, trying to just like funnel people through in a way that you get the experience quick enough. Um, and I don't feel like with the early leveling experience in Guild Wars Two that the game gets so overwhelming so fast that you know shortening those little diversions in between those major story beats is like a bad thing or leaves you completely no. at a loss you know i like no, it's definitely better actually off. because it's mm -hmm. i think it's better because we i think we didn't like the the pauses in between the story steps like having to get to level 20 not really knowing where to go before the first story step and stuff mm. like that uh before level 10. so yeah i think i think giving more experience early is good. 
was it Fawn actually said last week about like how you enjoy just not having that as a barrier like you could challenge yourself at a lower level maybe by doing like you know the story at whatever yeah. level you wanted to do it i like that idea still i still think they should yeah. just bring that back yeah. I, I i don't like them like limiting what i can do and where i can go and i i just if as I said, I mean, the first time I played World of Warcraft, I kind of, I run, a, I ran across the burning steps dying every five feet because I was like level four because I didn't realize I had to run, use the deep run tram in Stormwind to get to where I needed to go in Ironforge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was my choice. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I get to be as dumb as I want to in the games. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, I don't like the, the kind of, the, the kiddie child rail like ball <laughs> locks yeah, yeah i don't like that. A lot of that yeah i'm not gonna die death isn't the drawback it used to be so just let me get on with it yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah. yeah i would love to see if they were able to redesign some of these beats and story beats or even just some of the combat instances i don't think they ever would be able to necessarily because there are so many little side options and different things that you could pick or choose or do although of course in the like core game itself it eventually funnels to the same points so um you have those where i think they could maybe do something but it would be really interesting to see if they were to refurbish some of this at this point um or even just like redo a couple of those fights or things to make it a little bit more interesting test you a little bit more on certain aspects of what you're learning as you play um but all of that to say all that to say I do think this is a good starting point for players. I definitely don't think it is the most like mind-numbing story that I've ever encountered in like an MMO. You know what I mean? Oh no, absolutely stuff, not. Like, at all. No. There's good stuff there. There's good. There are good moments. There's great parts of the core game experience. Like obviously that kept us all in it, and we wanted to play it. Um, and then if you stick in there, you get a lot of the other stuff. And now you get season one, which is so great, too, because right like right after you get through the core game experience, you're going to get something that is a little bit more of like a mixture of old and new um, storytelling ideologies within the game. And I think that definitely I hope that really like helps bridge the gap a bit for new players coming in. I'm excited for uh, I guess. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine them... I do wonder what it would be like if they could redo that. It's just not worth it, is it? It's not worth their time. Like, they've got so much to do, and we're already, like, people are already getting shh, just a bit uh, testy, I will say, about the fact that the last story was already short, right? So I don't think it's ever going to happen. It would, be, it would be interesting to see what they could do and what they would want to do. I think yeah, one yeah. thing that was interesting from... I can't remember who was saying it, but they were talking about, you know... I think it was Rook, actually, about the different kind of options and knowing what the more about the Nightmare Core and, like, the choice... Like, what if it would be like if we could become them, etc., etc. And I think there was this big idea with Heart of Thorns, like, before it came out, that there was always going to be this thing where we could like maybe create a character that was going to be you know on Mordrimoth's side and like you know all the Silvari oh. were going to become this enemy faction i think there was always this hope like this always not hope but like kind of fun theory around that that was always around like you could have these different i don't know interactions and i don't know what they are because i haven't played out of fawns on the Silvari, so maybe there is some stuff there that i don't find you know my the idea I've gotten is that, you know, that's not really something that was there or an, even an option in the actual story itself. So, you know, that could have been a fun thing they did. Would have maybe have done to have, like, maybe some more faction kind of 
or any stuff going on but i don't know it was always a fun thing i remember talking about it in uh I think it was like in the PvP tournament where we were, we were kind of like, like advertising for Heart of Thorns. Oh no, it's during the panel with like Bogotter and um, Peachy and Granny Gamer when we were doing the show. I think we were talking about that. We were like, oh, are they going to be like a new faction or something and all this kind of stuff? And we were so wrong. <laughs> it was just like, damn. Um, sometimes. Okay, well, that is probably going to be... We're going to end it there for today. We're not going to play any more story, which is why I kind of wanted to get the idea of what people thought. Um, is there any other thoughts that, and theories that people have or they're looking forward to finding out as or playing in the next kind of chapter? I can't remember what the next chapter is, actually. I'm going to have a look at what it is. What is it? This is when we start to do oh. um, Priory Vigil and Whispers, I believe. Excelente. Okay, so we're kind of getting into a little bit, a little bit more of uh, the linear side of things, but we've still got a choice. We've still got a choice. choice. Oh, that's a good point. What are we going to choose? What do you mean? I guess oh. we'll have to discuss. I mean, this is a library. You want to go full Sierra? Uh, I mean, full Silvari yes. and go with, uh, <laughs> you know, Sierra. Sierra? Sierra. What's her name again? Sierra. Sierra. We yeah. go. Sierra we're we're going to do that. <gasps> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Like, we'll have to, we'll have to debate, make it's a case where we want to join. It's true. We might have to. I know. We are. The, the, it's called the Lightbringers. We might have to. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's true. I think we're gonna Tipple. have to. I don't know. Maybe yeah, we can do a vote. We can do a vote. Tipple. Tipple, though, he's so cute. He's mm, very good. And we will have some fun. So bad times with Forgle. Everyone's just like, and Forgle, you're gross. Get over there. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody cares about Fargo. <laughs> Not a single person. Oh, I care about him on his like last. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> I cared about him on his like literal last line of dialogue, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of heartbreaking." I wish I'd given. I wish I'd given any shits about him. <laughs> what, was his la what was his last line of dialogue? Was it like? I wish someone cared about Like, didn't me. his kid die or something? Something about his daughter why? who died, I think. Yeah. And he's oh like, God, you know, you like, didn't... I won't. I don't know. But he's like, I think he says something about, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but I think he says something along those lines, like where, you know, he's like, I'm going to protect you. Like, I couldn't protect her or something. I don't remember exactly, but it kind of hits those those moments, those heartstrings. Um, and yeah, he was, I think he's just the saddest, weakest of the bunch in the way that they like communicated your relationship with him or who he is, which is unfortunate, but. Mm. Wow. That was a just foregal conclusion. So evil and mean, everyone here. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, this is the Dogbringers podcast, as the Nightmare Court mm -hmm. <laughs> said to the. Right. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm not a Lightbringer anymore. No. I'm a Darkbringer. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's very good impression mm. of Did how I mention they I'm evil? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast of agony. <laughs> Places where fun comes to die. Are you enjoying yourself? Stop it. <laughs> Amazing. Really the nightmare court. Oh, That's nightmare court. 
Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. Oh. Okay, so next week's podcast, 1 p.m. Pacific-ish, uh, 1 to 1.30 p.m. Pacific-ish kind of hour. We're going to continue our playthrough, unless there's some brand new news or we think of another topic to do, but I think we're just going to keep rolling through this because it's kind of been fun and it's pretty chill. Um, Kruf, tell us what you do, where you do it. Hi, I do stuff over on YouTube. Kruf, also here on Twitch, Kruf underscore. If you want to catch up with some memes, go over to my Twitter. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lovely, lovely time. Excellent. It's been good to have you. I'm glad you're back. Sorry if I was Welcome so back. I'm so tired. It's okay. Sorry if I was you're low good. energy today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not at all. You're fine. Fornax. Hello. Hi. Tell us what you do, what you do. Oh, oh, I'm in combat. Oh God. Okay, hang on. Uh, I'm <laughs> Hi, I'm Fornax. I'm 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 in game. You got me in game. I, I'm just gaming now. I'm not even in a podcast. I'm just gaming. Hey, I'm Fornax. It's cool, right? Like finding out the finding out about the zone again. I'm loving it. Like I'm gonna do this during my summer fun tomorrow. <laughs> I'm lovely. like enjoying it. I I am actually. Oops. I haven't been through the car game in so long. I, yeah, I I kind of. I feel like we're a bit all jaded here because we have played the game so much. Thinking about a new player experiencing this world is just. I love it's it. So good. Yeah, yeah. I love, right? I love I love the story. I really enjoyed that, honestly. I just genuinely did. It was fun. It was a good times. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm Fornax. I make uh, Guild Wars 2 content over on YouTube. I have actually done a stream in the past month, so I, technically I, I do Twitch stream as well. Mm. And yeah, um, that's me. I don't know. Play games. <laughs> I don't know. Play games, do go. stuff. Yes. Do stuff. Um, don't take drugs. Etc. Yeah. <laughs> and if you need, do it safely. Rickery, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> Hi. I play a lot of MMOs, but mostly Guild Wars 2 and Final Fantasy 14 over on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv Rookery, and that's spelled R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find uh, videos from me on YouTube, touching on story lore, and a lot of my reactions to various playthroughs of content and new content, story content in the game, where we discuss a lot of what we love about the games and a lot of the lore, story, and other character beats alongside it. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. It's the only one that has that extra at the end um that's mostly where you can find me if i'm not on this podcast or on eighth right radio podcast on saturdays for final <laughs> fantasy 14. do you like your oh, custom command that. on the twitch chat <laughs> only dragons <laughs> my only geek. dragons as well that i have thank you so much reader geek yes um Legend. very important uh you have to be a uh, tier, tier three sub and a, and a super secret supporter member and then you get an invitation to the only dragons so I can't guarantee that this is real. It might be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome to have you back as well. Boots, tell us what oh. you do and where you do. You've got some new videos there because you've been pumping out some content recently. Have your adventure content stuff? Tell us. Tell us about yeah, things. I've been having fun. Uh, I've been doing the adventures. I'm going through the adventures and trying to get top 500 technically on all of them. Nice. And I, I've been, but, you know, I, I do it and then I'm like... Oh, Try a little bit longer, and then five hours later, <laughs> twenty hours later, oh, 20. I, yeah. But there's one of them recently. Uh, it's not up yet. It'll be, I think, in four videos from now, or three videos from now. Sanctum Scramble. Someone mm -hmm. helped me out with Sanctum Scramble. I did it. I got top five hundred. I think I'm like as maximized as I could possibly be. 
Yet, top 250 is like 30 seconds faster, and I have no idea how it's possible. Oh, wow. Hacks? I or think there's one? either, oh, I think there's Mesmer, por- yeah. like, I think they got people to do Mesmer portals, maybe, or something, because... We gotta save the with this stuff, man. Some, some sort of bug, I think, is going on there, and I don't want to replicate the bug, I just want to know if, it's, if it was done legitly, so I could rest and say, you know, I have done this as well as I can, uh, legitly, and if it's bugs and stuff that I understand, I'm stopping now, but okay. I'm not sure. Reply yeah. in the chat, please, for uh, in the comments, please, um, on YouTube, if you know a way that you can assist Boots with his challenge. Yeah, because I'm like 4.45 overall now, and I think, mm. and it's like a minute faster than gold, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> well, if you want to follow me and what I do, twitch.tv slash Jebriuni as well for all the things uh, mainly streaming on the weekends mostly on Friday for the podcast and then the Saturday um, if you want to check out the podcast as well it's anchor.com slash no anchor.fm slash Jeberini also it's changed to Spotify for podcasters now so I'm not sure if that URL might change it might do uh, at the moment it's still taking you to the things but otherwise you can see on twitch.tv slash Jeberini in the Panels below the stream, you can find the audio, the video, the YouTube, the uh, socials, all the things. Twitter is the same, it's Jibru Unity. Um, if you want to follow any of the amazing hosts we've had here today as well, please make sure you guys follow Rookery, Crew, Boots, and Fornax, K the Crown Herald, and we will see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast for more Silvari story, level 30 plus. So we do know how long this is going to take us roughly to do the core story. It's going to be another eight-ish weeks, I guess, or seven weeks. Hopefully there's going to be some stuff we can pack in between because we do want to talk about other things in the game. Uh, But it's been awesome to see you so far. Thank you very much. I hope you're having a wicked week, uh, day, time, month, year, uh, decade, century. Bye-bye. Oh, and we got our new art. It looks amazing. Yay! Here's the gnomes, legend. Thank you very much. Bye. Yay! Yay!